You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. What an absolute fiasco. That was a disaster, Daniel. That's the first time that we've done two or three takes in a long time. I mean, three takes. We've done two takes. It takes a lot. What are you holding? What is that thing? This is a container holding turkey calls. How many turkey calls does one person need? Oh, they. there's very different sounds. So there's, there's don't two sh- right here. Don't show us right now. Can we hear it? There's three. I haven't done it in a while. That's fine. Let's just keep going. Why do you have 15 turkey calls if you haven't done it in a while? Uh, you, you know, I used to be big into turkey hunting. Okay. Not not as much anymore. Welcome back to Huddle Up a Football Podcast. I'm Tony. <laughs> this is Daniel. <laughs> Corey is not with us oh. tonight. He has a very good reason not to be. When he returns, he'll tell us why he's not here. Um, this is the second time we've taken this now. Really the third Honestly, I'm sorry about that. But typically, Corey runs the Twitch. If you haven't already seen us on Twitch, it's Huddle Up a Football Podcast on twitch.tv. I don't know the URL. And if I try to, if I try to touch anything right now, I'll probably break it. So I'm not going to tell you the exact URL. Uh, but twitch.com, Huddle Up a Football Podcast. And that's where you'll see kind of how everything happens. Typically, we start before the show. Uh, anyway, point is... Today was my first day running it all by myself, and to be honest, it was a disaster. But we made it through. We're here. Here we are. Here we are. Um, today we're going to talk about teams. It's very early in the season. There are a lot of teams who are still in the hunt because most teams have still won three or four games. Divisions are very tight. Uh, one game back there. Some some teams have fallen out. You know, some teams only have one win, and although they can still dig out of that hole, I don't see it being likely you know we don't we don't think it's um it's possible because anything's possible but it wouldn't be shocking if uh if some of these teams the washington commanders you know if they make the playoffs at this point i guess i'll just say that if they made it to the playoffs we'd kind of all be surprised right yes we would be so let's look at some teams that are still in the hunt for for playoff contention early in the season albeit and let's just call a few of them out real quick. What are you doing with those with those turkey calls still? Are you going to play them or not? Nope. All right. Nope. Let's, let's keep going. Sorry. So I figure we'll just go division by division. At this point, I'm confident enough that I will be moving, moving screens. Everything's moved. We're good to go. We're going to start in the AFC, in the AFC East. This division okay. is a little surprising to me because there were – T- there was a team or two in here, the Jets and the Patriots, that I was a little worried about going into this season. I believe that all four of these teams, the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Patriots, all of them have equal opportunity to be in the playoffs. Daniel? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the rest of the AFC and the way it's shaping out, I mean, we'll, we'll go through that. You know, every division has at least one team with two wins and then multiple divisions have a team with one win, one win and then two wins. So there's, there's definitely some bottom feeders and with two teams in this division already having three wins, 
um, it kind of is shaping up to be kind of like, like what you said. We, we may see a wild card team in here, which we thought Miami might be there, you know, at the end of the year uh, or at the beginning of the year, we thought they would be there at the end of the year, but um, the jets, I think that's the, that's the pleasant surprise to me. The defenses look strong. Um, and I know we've kind of had a mix of Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson, but um, the Jets have kind of been the most impressive to me in this in this division. But Tua's back. He's getting healthy. I think Miami's definitely going to slide into that two spot, and it'll be an easy Buffalo-Miami right there at the top by the end of the year. And I, New England, I don't think, is strong enough on offense. There's just not enough creativity there. And then I think the Jets will end up sliding. out. I, I think the Jets are one or two years away from being really, really good. Um as far as competitive in this division, probably not beating the Bills. The Bills, I think, have this locked down for the next decade. But uh, but they all have a shot. Do you want to you want to move on? I, this is I don't want to. I want to talk about that. I want to save the Jets. Like I want to get into a deep into the Jets later because they're a four and two team. It's surprising, you know. But that's not what this episode's about. Okay, we could say we. Yeah, we can move on. I think out of the out of the four teams, the team I'm pretty positive that's not going to make the playoffs is the Patriots. Honestly. Wow. AFC West, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Daniel, why don't you take uh, the AFC West? This is what yeah, we like. This, yeah, liked. Uh, past tense. Um, it, it's been disappointing, and I know Denver, man, I know we had that that show preseason to uh, get, do our you know, Super Bowl picks, and I, I picked Denver. They're not even going to sniff. Uh, the Super Bowl. I mean, this Russell Wilson has looked absolutely terrible. This team is in shambles. The head coach is going to get fired, I bet, if they lose one more game. Um, if they lose to the Jets this weekend, Nathaniel Hackett will be fired. Uh, everyone's already, you know, in the streets with their pitchforks, and uh, they're they're ready to make that happen. But you know, the Chiefs Chiefs have looked very impressive, um, especially without. Too many offensive weapons there. Patrick Mahomes is just too good. This is not about uh, the good teams. Yeah, yeah. And then the Chargers, they, I think they're legit as well. So I think you could pretty much count out the Raiders. It's really sad to say because it's it's still early. Like I said, th- these teams only have four losses. And what, what has happened so far can easily happen in reverse. But I, I, I'd say you might as well just take the Raiders out. Um, they can't win on the road. Neither can Denver. I'd say you take Denver out too. I, I, I really don't think either one of these teams has any business being in any sort of playoff hunt at this point. Um, and if I were to choose one of them, it would probably honestly still be Denver because Denver's defense has been more impressive than the Raiders' defense. Um, at least Denver's defense is keeping them in games. They just can't do anything on offense, which is horrible. So what if they change coaches? And then stuff just kind of magically starts happening because there's a change. Uh, Denver's defense is tied for second best in the league, in in the AFC as far as points scored goes. And I'm, I think this was interesting. Yeah. Um, the Bills are the best at 81, which is fascinating considering their offense is the highest at 176. Uh, but the Broncos at 99 points allowed through six games. Guess who they're tied with? Just think. Off the top of your head, there's one defense in the AFC that's tied for second best as far as points scored goes. It's going to surprise you. Um, it's going to surprise me? It's going to surprise you. Well, then I... I'll give you a hint. Okay. 
we don't think either of these teams are probably going to make the playoffs. New England. No. The Houston Texans. Oh. I bet you didn't see that coming. Is that just because of who they play? I, I, I didn't dig into it. I don't know. It could just be because of who they played. Um, oh. It could just be. But the but the point and is the and po- they've had a bye so far. The point is the Broncos defense uh, the bye that's the difference. The Broncos defense has stood up, um, but yeah, I don't think it's enough. They can't score any points, man. And Russell Wilson, I don't know, is it the offensive line? Is it Russell Wilson? Was it Pete Carroll? It's Russell Wilson. I think it's Russell Wilson. Um, a little side note: Do you think that because obviously this topic's been brought up a lot recently? So Seattle, obviously, when they had Russell Wilson, they had that stellar defense. Um, you know, that, that led him to, I think, back-to-back Super Bowls. And, like, did he go to three Super Bowls? I think he was just in two. I think he was in two. Yeah. Should have um, won But two. regardless. Yeah, exactly. Um, had DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, both very capable, really good wide receivers, and then, you know, fantasy gold there. Did they carry Russell Wilson? I think that uh, the defense – the running game and Pete Carroll carried Russell Wilson. The, the, you had Marshawn Lynch. And the, then after that in the backfield, you know, you had a, you had a kind of a mix of like Thomas Rawls. And then of course they drafted Rashad Penny. That didn't really work out, but Chris Carson. When's the um, last so time just, the, the Broncos have had a running game? I mean, well, know. that's what I mean. Like yeah. Seattle's always had a running game. They've always had good wide receivers and a great defense. I mean, and when they didn't, they didn't make the playoffs. I would take <laughs> Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and, and here's the other thing where I can't now his name's escaping me because I'm about to talk about him. Um, wide receiver hurt really early in this before the season started. Tim Patrick. Uh, Tim Patrick. Yeah. He was the wide receiver too for that team. I believe that Jerry Judy would have been the third guy. Um, Easily could have been. And yeah. and I think that was a devastating loss that people don't give enough credit to. I would take those three receivers over DK and Tyler Lockett and whoever else it is in Seattle any day, but it doesn't, it gets, it just doesn't translate when there's not a threat of a running game and the defense, I guess, I guess it's hard to, to, to knock the defense because the defense is doing their end of the deal, but the offense is predictable. The offense is very, very predictable. And it's so bad. And as long as that continues, the Broncos will struggle. I don't think they get it figured out this year. They're starting to suffer injuries to the run game that I don't think they can recover from. Um, Melvin Gordon, now, I, I think Melvin Gordon was their second best running back. A couple of fumbles and a bad attitude are going to keep him off the field. And I understand why. That's the reality of the situation. Javante's not healthy. Melvin Gordon keeps fumbling the ball. The running game is gone. And all that's left is Russell Wilson. And it's clear, to answer your question, yes, he was being carried by a great team with a great coach. Yes. It's to go back and forth because um, he just showed lashes of, like, brilliance back when he was with Seattle. I mean, they wouldn't have been able to go to the Super Bowl without a capable quarterback. But it's not this guy. Whoever this guy is, I don't know what's happening. But it's between the ears at this point because, I mean, look at the tale of two halves on Monday night. He started the game 10 for 10, obliterating the Chargers. He he hit seven different receivers. I think it was seven until he hit his eighth different one. Um, it started 10 for 10 over 100 yards. 
hit Greg Dulcich for a touchdown, and everyone was like, oh, my gosh, this is what we've been waiting on. Here we go. And then it was just abysmal after that. I mean, what's I, I don't understand what's going on. I mean, you have you have this game earlier in the year where he misses KJ Hamler on the uh, on the slant inside. He was wide open, so wide open. He was jumping up and down. He threw his helmet. He was so mad because Russell was like looking right at him and then chose to throw somewhere else. I mean, I, I don't think this is a Denver problem. I think this is a Russell Wilson problem. I think so too. And the schedule is not going to get any easier for him. He's got a couple of games that we thought were layups. The Jets are this week, and they're not a layup team. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. Fuck around and lose to the Jets, and they are—they don't have a shot to and, get. And Hackett will get fired. I promise that he'll get fired if they lose the Jets. Um, okay, anything about the Raiders? I think the Raiders are struggling offense. New head coach, bunch of new stuff going on there. I don't think there's much. I was never big with Josh McDaniels. I know uh, Corey was a bigger fan of the Raiders before the season started than I was. I just... I. I've never really been a believer. I think Derek Carr is an above-average quarterback, but he just doesn't have enough around him, and he never has. He never will. I agree. And um, now they're talking about trading away pieces on their defense. It's like starting pieces. So, I mean, they're they're kind of thinking already, like, hey, let's let's move to next season kind of before the deadline here. I mean, I'm just not getting good vibes. I think the bigger surprise is the Broncos. Corey was we, – we said Corey was a believer in the Raiders, and I don't want to talk for him while he's not here, but he I know he was a believer in the Broncos. He had predicted the Broncos could potentially win the division, um, and it's it's. I, he did not. That was me. Oh, I thought that was him. He, no, he did not like the Broncos. He he was Chiefs all the way. I'll give him credit for that. Okay. He okay. said, I don't, "I don't care, you know, what kind of." He said, "Tyree killed won't matter." Patrick Mahomes is it. He was all Chiefs, and I was the one pushing Denver. Fair enough. So I'll, I'll stand. I'll stand up for him on that one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, and it wasn't to dog him. Because I, I saw it too. The point of what I was, I was going to finish it is that it, it was reasonable for me to believe that the Broncos could win that division also. I was a guy that said that the Chiefs were going to fall back. Like, so that's, that's the rest of my sentence here is it was not an attack for him. Um, but the Raiders are not a surprise. So I don't want to go on in depth about them. Let's move on to the AFC North. Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. All of these teams are within a game of each other. It really is anybody's division. Uh, the Steelers. Except for the Steelers. The Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> they've got the biggest hill to climb. Uh, do you think it's fair to say they won't make it? Is it a chalk? Is that a chalk bet? Um, maybe just because they're two and four, but they're definitely not going to the playoffs this year. Okay. Not enough going for them. And, you know, they're doing this. Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky carousel already because of injury, and it's just not going to work. Pickett's going to be the start of the rest of the year if he's healthy, and I don't think that team, especially their defense, they don't have enough. You know, T.J. Watt's still out. I don't think they have enough pieces on this defense to compete in this division, let alone in the playoffs. Uh, then let's talk about the Browns for a second. They, If they hold on long enough, they get back to Sean Watson which is their biggest weakness by far. Jacoby Brissett sucks. <sighs> he's, he's awful. They've outscored the he, Bengals. He has flat. And the Bengals have looked terrible. The Bengals, the Bengals have, have made it. They've made it happen the last two weeks. Otherwise, they would be just on the door of, let's let's call it a year. I mean, they were looking terrible. They've outscored every team in the AFC except for three. Who's this? The Bengals. I'm sorry, the Browns. 
They've outscored every team in the AFC but three teams. What? Yep. The Bills have more. Than, oh, I lied to you. I lied to you. I lied to you by okay. a lot. Never mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the same thing. I'm like, they're not even first in their division. <laughs> no, no, I lied to you by a lot. I was surprised. Okay, okay anyway, never mind. That was going to absolutely blow my mind. <laughs> anyway, um, that's not the question. The question is, do you think they can hold on long enough that it matters? Uh, you know, they've held on this long. They have a couple wins. Nick Chubb looks amazing. If Jacoby Brissett can can keep them in games and they just happen to win. So Deshaun Watson is out how many weeks? He comes back early December. I want to say like December 4th off the top of my head. It's early December. I wonder how many wins we think that they need to have under their belt before he comes back. Let's table this one then. Let's not say they're in or they're okay. out. We're, we're right. going to have a conversation. We'll get in more depth. Let's write down the Jets. And the Browns. We already have two teams here that we want to talk more about, but we can't make a decision on. Uh, so we'll, let's do fringe next week. We'll do fringe players or fringe teams or, or, or the gray area. We'll figure out something for next week. Uh, yep. but, but we'll make notes of that. Uh, we'll make notes of that as we go. AFC South, Titans, Colts, Jaguars, Texans. Obviously, the Texans aren't going anywhere. The Texans still fucking suck. The Jaguars <laughs> are a game back, and the Colts and Titans share the lead. Although the Titans have had, a top, have had a bye week already. I feel like the Titans are the team, honestly, of this division that, that may not make it. Uh, they haven't been efficient on offense. The defense hasn't been great, hasn't been terrible. Um, Ryan Tannehill doesn't look the same without A.J. Brown. I think that's the biggest missing piece. I wasn't an A.J. Brown believer. Um, and offensively, uh, this team is not keeping up with other teams. Uh, Traylon Burks was hurt. And I don't think that it made that big of a difference that he was gone. I think A.J. Brown was the guy, and I was wrong. I was wrong because I didn't think that A.J. Brown was a difference maker. I thought he was just a guy in a good system with great opportunity and uh, maybe better than average, but just a guy. I was wrong. I was Clearly, I was wrong because the man switched teams and is lighting it on fire in Philadelphia. Made a great team even better. Uh, and the Titans are left holding the bag. Do you, am I, so this is the first time we're saying that the, the team sitting at first place in the division uh, will not make the playoffs. I'm not saying the Jaguars will. I'm just saying if I had to stake a claim on one of these, I feel, I feel cheap saying the Jaguars won't. I would rather say the Titans won't. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, so Tennessee has scored they've only outscored two teams in the entire AFC. Okay. So back up what you're saying. They've definitely had some offensive struggle, but that defense is keeping them in games. They, so they've, uh, they've only scored 96 points, which is third worst in the AFC. And that's with a bye. That's with a bye week. That's with a bye. Okay. That makes sense. Um, God. And Denver, <laughs> they... <laughs> Denver's horrible, man. They're bad. Denver hasn't had a bye and has not scored as much as the Titans already. God, that's terrible. But the Titans only have a 22-point differential between what they've given up and what they've scored, and they haven't scored. So that just tells me that defense. And Mike Vrabel, I believe in him as a coach. I, I think... I do, too. I do, too. I mean, they could make a trade here. 
Uh, the trade deadline's coming. Um, what if they trade for like a Chase Claypool, someone that you know the Steelers have kind of shown interest on not really having around? You know, what if they make a splash like that, and then they get OBJ? I mean, completely change their well, their whole you know face. I mean, I know it's cr- you know crazy to think about, and a lot has to happen, but I, I think I, it's I just. I, I imagine a world. Okay, when you said Chase Claypool, that was interesting. That would change things. Uh, when you say Chase Claypool, I don't know what's the status with Will Fuller. He's still not signed. Um, is he all the way healthy though? I think that's what teams are waiting on. And that's what I mean by what's the status with him. I don't know. I hope somebody's observing that. His it, annual injury hasn't healed yet. It, well, and he's going to have another one again this year if he comes back. Yep. It's Unless almost like he's almost like steroids. he's almost like Paris Campbell. We can't go through an entire episode without talking about the Colts. So let's squeeze it in right here while we're at the AFC South. <laughs> Just like Paris Campbell, Will Fuller has an injury that takes him out of the game for the rest of the season every single year. Or a suspension. There was that one year that it wasn't an injury, it was steroids because he wasn't injured. Because he uh, looked yeah. good that year. <laughs> And they're like, wow, he looks great. But the difference is he's not getting hurt. wonder why. You know, I look at a guy like there are some free agents out there that I think could make an impact as a second or third piece. Uh, You're right, though. To say the name Chase Claypool, it's interesting. I think they could make a trade for a wide receiver. Do you think that's enough? Maybe not. You know, it's... I think a big body, if they could... If they could not replicate but maybe emulate what A.J. Brown played, I think that makes sense. I'll give him that. That's their only way out. Burks, Burks isn't going to be out forever. No, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm staking my flag there. I don't think the Titans are going to do that. I can't predict That's fine. They, haven't, they have not looked good. I mean, what if they were sitting here at 3-3? Three and three? You'd it's feel a, even better about it because they've already had the bye. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but they're not. They're three and two, and it is what it is. We'll see. I could be wrong. Maybe they're going to come they back and won three in a row. They're on a hot streak. Yep. Moving on. You know, they've, they've proved that all you really need is Derrick Henry in the snow. So it's getting later in the year, and just give it to him twenty-five times a game. He'll 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 win you the game. I'm moving on to the NFC. We'll start with the NFC East because that's what Google has on top, and I'm going to read this list as Google gives it to me. The Eagles are the only undefeated team in the league. Hype. Hype. Remember? 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 I told you so. I hate to say I told you so. But I fucking told you so. They rem- will remain undefeated. Um, they, look, they look great. At least for a little while longer. This week they're going to play against the Steelers, then the Texans, and the Commanders. Uh, we'll see what comes. They, they play at Indianapolis, so I'll be there to watch that. Bloodbath. Watch. That's the watch Indianapolis loses three weeks in a row and then beats the Eagles. That's such an interesting thing to do. Yeah, they will. Uh, anyway. I mean, this is the same team that beat the Chiefs. Right. Doesn't make any sense. But this is not about them because the Eagles, I believe, will make the playoffs. Um, and we will talk more later about how far they could go into the playoffs. A team that I think is surprising to us was the New York Giants. God, shocking. Shocking. Are they the worst five and one team in the history of the NFL? <laughs> uh, I, 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 and I'm not just saying this because they're fresh off of a Ravens victory, but it's just hard to stomach. I mean, outside of Barkley, outside of Saquon Barkley, name one player 
that you are like excited about on this entire team? I, all I can say is Daniel Jones, I guess. That's it. Oh my gosh. I'm not even thrilled for about me, that. It's, for me, it's Wandale Robinson, like the rookie wide receiver, because they have no one at receiver. And Daniel Jones is not, I mean, the record will keep Daniel Jones' job, not right. his stats. The record will, not his stats. Uh, Saquon Barkley is saving Daniel Jones's ass right now. Uh, what a pro- what a, back. What an amazing comeback. He's comeback player of the year. Easily. If, if he doesn't get hurt, he's comeback player of the year. Can you still bet that? Yeah. Yeah, bet it. He's absolutely the comeback player of the year. I'd bet it. I'm, I'll bet it tonight, actually. Uh, do you think they can make the playoffs? I mean, a five and one start. There's you only look at the odds. The odds have got to be great for them to make it. But I just feel like, like I said before, what happens can easily happen in reverse. And what if this team was sitting at you know six and six? I don't think they do. But they're just putting it together somehow right now. There are two the games. NFC. The NFC is not not very strong. It's not say strong. That. The NFC is a lot weaker than the AFC. And so when you're looking at these other divisions, I'd say they have a pretty good chance. And I was going to say, to back that up, they are two games ahead of everybody in the division, everybody in the conference, except for the Cowboys, who share the division with them. They're one game ahead of them. And except for the Vikings. They are actually tied in wins with the Vikings. And the Vikings lead their division. They're two games up Which on, is also just shocking. on everybody else. <laughs> Uh, I think the Giants have a real shot at a wild, wild card spot here. They're not going to beat the Eagles out. There's just no way. I think the Eagles no. are the real deal. But having this 5-1 and one start, this is the NFL, man. God forbid something happened to Jalen Hurts. Imagine the Eagles fall out. The Giants take that spot on a fluke. Imagine. Just imagine. Yikes. Um, and Yikes. I believe that the Cowboys, although they have had recent success with the, with the backup, I very firmly believe that Dak Prescott's coming back into that offense will potentially disrupt that. I believe they're worse off with Dak Prescott than without him. And not because Dak is a worse player. That would be foolish of me to say that. But this is working in a way that it wasn't working before. Dak looked horrible that first week. Maybe it was just week one jitters. Not jitters. I can't say that about Dak. Dak is a solid veteran. I should not say week one jitters. But week one in the NFL, we've talked about this before. It's a low, lower scoring week. It's a boring game of football. Uh, it's defensive first, run game. So maybe we should just write that off. But deep down, somewhere in my gut, my intuition tells me that introducing Dak back into this team is not going to make them better than they are now. They might be the same, but I don't think they're going to be a lot better. Um, having said that, I think this is a, this is a division where there are going to be potentially, uh, potentially three teams that make make it into the playoffs, whether or not it's going to be the Cowboys and the Giants fighting out to be that second team. I think the Giants can do it. That's, that's the argument I'm making here. This is not about the Cowboys because I don't think we have enough information, but I do think the Giants have an opportunity here. And I think they are legitimate enough with Saquon Barkley being the comeback player of the year to at least have an appearance in the playoffs. Thoughts? I, I disagree with Dallas. I, I actually really am excited for Dak to come back. Um, Cooper Rush had a horrible last game. Did you see it? Yeah, the last game was bad, but they had those three in a row that were historic. I mean, absolutely. They, like, I'm not. I'm not using that word lightly. They were historic games. Yeah, but Dallas has, I believe, one of the best defenses in the entire NFL. 
and you put Dak Prescott back in that offense and you have a healthy, healthier, getting healthy, Michael Gallup um, back into there. Jalen Tolbert is getting healthy again. CeeDee Lamb finally got over what he was dealing with. You know, he wasn't, Dak wasn't the only one that looked bad week one. CeeDee Lamb looked awful. So I, I'm actually really excited for Dak. I can't believe Dallas is 4-2 and two getting Dak back. I, they could honestly threaten Philly by the end of the year with that defense. I really strongly believe that. You think theirs is better than Philly's? I think Philly's is better. Philly's is better, but Dallas is right up there. Okay. I think that's very fair. I don't. I think it's like we're talking about like 1A, 1B. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Or 2A, 2B. I don't know. I'll, I'll say this. Dallas is going to finish higher in the division than the Giants will. And I th- could see that happening. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that that won't happen and that shouldn't happen because it should happen. Um, my argument here is I'm looking at the Giants as a team that are much higher in their division than we expected. And I think they can at least maintain hope for a playoff appearance. That's what I'm trying to say. And then Washington, um, there's always next year. There's always next year. New quarterback. NFC West. Niners, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals. These are all, that's, we got, kind of just like we predicted, we have three teams here that are tied. And Cardinals have fallen pretty flat. They're, they're adding, uh, Robbie Anderson, did you just go to Arizona? Yes. And Newt comes back. I'm not ready yeah. to pass judgment on the Cardinals yet. They haven't looked good. I'm not excited about what I've seen. Uh, but they've been an incomplete team. And I think adding DeAndre Hopkins alone matters. Yes, Marquise Brown has been lost for the season. I think it would have been phenomenal to have both of them. Actually, Mark- update on that. He's he, he's going to be only out about four weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's not gone for the year. I thought he was gone for the year. Four to six, and they're hopeful on four. So now we're going to a wide receiver group of DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown, Robbie Anderson, Zach Ertz. This is and fun. Then a, uh, a, a corpse of A.J. Green that was once himself. And the corpse of A.J. Green. This is fun. Okay, that's fun. I'm not ready to pass judgment on the Cardinals. We'll do defense that. is terrible, though. We'll do that later. The defense does suck. They're one of the worst in the, in the conference and probably one of the worst in the well, league. Well, not the worst in the conference, though. Not Seattle's is Seattle's, awful. Seattle's is much worse. Um, I don't think that Seattle makes the playoffs, but I don't think anybody expects them to. Correct. I think I think they, they expect to now with three wins out of the first six weeks. They're like, okay, we can do this. I think they believe they can. I think that makes for exciting football, and I think that makes them more competitive. Uh, they're not going to lay down. I'll say that. I don't think they're a team that lays down. I was worried they would, and they haven't. Uh, I'm not ready to call any team in this division in or out because they're all so close. They're all really not performing very, very well. Uh, well, I just want to table. I just want to table. Yeah, the Rams look terrible, too. The Rams look The Rams horrible. look absolutely yeah. lost. Horrible. Absolutely. The, the, yes, absolutely lost. And so, you know what? The team that looks the best, honestly, front to back, is the team that you hate. That's why you don't want to talk about them and move on. Well, we're talking about teams that won't make it. <laughs> I know. If you want I'm surprised me, okay. you didn't jump on that Niner train. I'm, oh, they're not going to make it. If you want, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. You want me to take it? No, it's fine. We okay. can move on. I want to table this entire division. It's too close. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's too much mediocrity happening. Yes, the yeah, Niners yeah. also suck compared to what everybody thought they were going to be. They suck. They're not what you thought they would be. 
Uh, and so I want to I want to save it for all of them. Yep, that's fine. Speaking of mediocre divisions, which one do you want to talk about next? I'll let you go. You go next. Okay. Um, honestly, the surprising one, NFC North. So the Packers, you know, they lose Devontae Adams. They go to 3-3. Three and three, They look lost. Um, they've barely cleared 100 points so far in the six weeks. So, that, that, you know, scoring is, is very, very low. And Rodgers doesn't look himself. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, nobody can get it going there. Aaron Rodgers throwing to some rookies. They, they've got to do something. Word around town is they're getting ready to trade for someone to help Aaron Rodgers. So I hope that really happens. But yeah, the Vikings, 5-1. and one, That is that's pretty surprising, honestly. They've won four in a row, um, and their defense is, is a liability. So I don't know how real they are. Um, but Chicago, goodbye. They're terrible. And Detroit, you know, as as exciting as they are, you know, high scoring, they've lost three in a row, and they're just they're they're going to be too far down. Their their defense is not good at all. So um, they need a couple more defensive pieces, and this offense could could really carry them. I think because it's exciting when everybody's healthy. Uh, so the Giants, I'm sorry, the the Packers have lost to the Giants, then the Jets. They play the Commanders next. Imagine a world, okay, imagine, because after that's the Bills. Things get real fucking serious after that. The Bills, the Lions, the Cowboys, the Titans, things get fucking serious after this game. This is their last cake game for a while because then it's, I already said, Bills, Lions, Cowboys, Titans, Eagles. They got five games in a row of pure hell on defense. The Lions. The Lions are, does it, if you, if, the Lions are the highest scoring offense in football, are they not? And Aaron Rodgers just barely has cleared 100 points. No, not with the bye. It's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying the Packers don't win that game. I'm saying that the Packers aren't going to feel real good about it if they lose to the Giants and the Jets. They've got this last game here that should be a W. Here's the problem, though. Hold on. Let me just interrupt you real quick. The problem with the uh, Lions and the reason they have to score is because they have the worst defense probably in the entire conference. They've given up the most points. And they've had a buy. How bad is that? Yeah, the defense has they, been they've had, they've had a freebie, and they've given up the most points in in the entire conference. In fact, I'm going to look here. They have given up the most points in the entire NFL. It's not surprising. And they've had a buy. And I, they've had a buy. That's not surprising. Yeah. It's not. It's not surprising. So, so the defense is a liability. The defense is a massive liability. Uh, but the more I look at the schedule for the rest of the season, the more – confident that I am saying that if something doesn't drastically change, the Packers are not making a playoff appearance. I could see one team making it out of this. Yeah. 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 It's going to, I think it's going to be Minnesota. Uh, I don't, the, the Packers, I, whether or not it's Minnesota, I, that's not what this is about. It's not going to be the Packers. Uh, something drastic has to change. And I didn't yep. expect that. I, I guess I did kind of expect that. I think, no, I, I, no, I didn't expect that. I thought Devontae Adams was just a guy. Devontae Adams leaves Green Bay. He ends up in Las Vegas. Well, Las Vegas sucks, and now Green Bay sucks. I don't know what the fuck's going on there, but <laughs> both teams suck. Yeah. Uh, so I'm picking the Packers out of the NFC North. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, and I don't feel one bit bad about it. I agree. They look lost. Last of them, NFC South. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Um, I don't know that we have one to report here. 
What are your thoughts about the NFC South, Daniel? I think Tampa. Tampa makes it um, just because I think they'll win this division. But this isn't now, about who does make it. So I think all all three of the other teams don't. You're out That's of here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think as much as Atlanta fans love to see three and three, it's not going to happen. Um, they're they're just not as complete of a team yet. Carolina, they're they're already like ready for next year. And then New Orleans, they have not been the team that we thought they were going to be. Their defense is not as good as we thought. Jameis Winston, not healthy. He's got broken bones in his back. He hasn't played in a couple weeks. And Andy Dalton is not a serviceable enough backup. Um, it's just not going to happen for the Saints this year either, unfortunately. So I think just by default, Tampa being the best overall team in this division will make the playoffs just from being in this division because this division might be the worst in football. So I look at I, – I, I agree with everything that you said. Um, I'm looking at the Panthers here, and I'm flipping it on us. Is there hope in Carolina? Anything? No. No. Okay. Just flat out, you say absolutely not. Because yeah, I they're think, done. Like their schedule's very favorable for the rest of the season. I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. Okay. No. Yeah, Baker's gone. Uh, Sam Darnold just, you know, is, is coming back, but they're starting P.J. Walker this week. And, I mean, when you've got your choice of P.J. Walker, Sam Darnold, and Baker Mayfield when they're all healthy, I mean, that just spells you're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> okay. They're going for a quarterback. All right. In the 23 draft. Well, there you have it. So now we've gone over every division in the league, and we've yep. picked any teams that look like winners that we have decided are not winners. I didn't write them all down, so if you didn't catch it, then maybe you should go back and listen again. You ready for the best bets of the week? <laughs> yes. Best bets of the week. Welcome back. Best bets of the week. Corey is actually on a hot streak. Um, he has gone seven and one the last two weeks. So I really gotta gotta get it together. He now has more uh, correctly called games than I do by one. So gotta get back on track here. But I'll go through Corey's bets real quick. Um, if I was Corey, this is probably what I would say about these games. Uh, we talk about the New York Giants and how fake they are. I think he must believe that too because uh, they're hosting. Sorry, they are not hosting. The Jaguars are hosting the Giants this week, and they're favored by three, and he is taking Jacksonville's points. Um, so he thinks, um, you know, the Jags are going to take care of business with the Giants, finally shut them up, bring them down to earth. I totally agree. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence gets back on track here, although the Giants' defense has been has been impressive so far. Um, he's taking the Jags minus three. Uh, Broncos versus the Jets. Jets are going into Denver. Denver is one of the harder places to play when it gets a little later in the year. He is actually taking the Broncos minus one um, against the Jets. I think uh, maybe he thinks that this is a get-right game for the Broncos. They finally get it, um, get it going here. Me and you talked about it. This could be a trap game. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I think that's why Vegas only has this as a one-point spread. Um, but Corey's confident in the, in the Broncos there, minus one. Um, the Panthers, they are hosting the Bucks in a divisional matchup here, and they are not giving the Panthers much credit at all. Uh, Vegas has this line at 10 and a half uh, favored for the Bucks, and Corey has taken the points for the Panthers. Um, I think, um, you know, in division game, how they've kind of looked. I, I know P.J. Walker, he's a he's a showstopper. He might just think with the Bucks struggles there that 
uh, the Panthers keep it keep it close. So he's taking the Panthers to keep it within ten and a half. Um, and then the Commanders against the Packers. We just talked about this game. Um, you talked about it being a Cush game. Corey does not agree. He thinks the Commanders are going to cover the four and a half spread Whoa. that the Packers are favored. So we Whoa. will see on that's that. That's huge. Because, yeah, that's not Carson I'm, Wentz. That's I'm Taylor you. Heineke. I'm that's telling Taylor you. Heineke. If Green Bay loses this game, they are so absolutely fucked that they're going to start booing Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you. They will, they will boo yep. Aaron Rodgers. If they were in if they were in Philly, they would have already booed him off the field three or four times. Um so yeah, we'll see what happens. A couple uh couple of close ones here. Gosh, he's he's going gutsy this week. Uh for me, I had I'm having a lot more luck with the unders. We've had a, a couple bad weeks of football. I feel like last week was one of them with some really low scoring games. And it's funny when we go through these best bets of the week that me and Corey have a lot of the same games. So I'm going to go through a couple of those. Um, Tampa Bay at Carolina, the over-under is only 40 points. Although Tampa's favored by 10 and a half, 40 points, that just shows you how many points the Panthers are projected to put up from Vegas. And uh, Tampa has not looked sharp on offense. Um, So I am taking the under on that on 40 points. And I'm also taking the under on the Jets Denver game, as you can probably see why Um, both of these offenses have really struggled. Zach Wilson looked horrible last week um, against green Bay. They ended up, you know, winning on a landslide, but that was because of their defense. Zach Wilson did not look good. It was Brees Hall and the defense. Um, And so Denver's defense in Denver, um, I think is going to tame the Jets there. And then the Jets, I think will be able to tame Denver because they've looked awful too. The over-under is at 38. So Vegas knows, and I'm still taking the under. <laughs> I think it's going to go under still. Um, and then Chicago at New England. I think this is just going to be a bad game. Um, Mac Jones is probably still not going to be there. We have the, we have Bailey Zappi again, and uh, Chicago they just can't move the ball in offense. And then so we have two bad offenses going up against each other again um, with two good defenses. So um, the over-under is 40. I'm taking the under on that as well. So three, I usually am not a proponent of taking the unders on anything below like 40 or below. I've got three of them in my lineup this week. So I'm really thinking these games are not going to be that good. And then Cleveland at Baltimore, um, 45 and a half. This divisional game, Baltimore has not looked hot on offense. They only put up 20 points last week against the giants and lost. Um, Baltimore has not looked good at home either. And then we mentioned Cleveland with Jacoby Brissett. They have not looked stellar either. Um, Baltimore changed it up on defense. Um, They were going man-to-man a lot, getting burned a lot. Now they've switched to zone. They really fooled Joe Burrow last week, uh, made him not look good at all. And then Saquon Barkley was the reason they they, um, beat the the Ravens this past week. So 45-and-a-half divisional uh, grinder. I'm going to take the under as well. So all unders for me this week. Wow. Yep. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Wow. Usually I root for good football, but uh, this week there's just some bad games. Well, I did ask Corey um, what he liked about the Packers line so much, and he believes it's a trap game. That's that's the root of it. He feels like the money's on the Packers, uh, and he's asking, "What's the record? Will you recap the record real quick?" Yes. So um, I went back. It took me about 10 minutes, but Corey went undefeated in week five and he went three and one last week, um, which I feel like the Chiefs 
uh, should have maybe beat that beat that spread there. So he was he was so close. He was the Chiefs game away from being undefeated in back to back weeks. So um, the record I am thirteen and eleven, and Corey is fourteen nine and one. Wow! It is neck and neck. Neck and neck. Hell yeah. Well, there you have it. Do you have anything else, Daniel, we got to add? Um, no. Well, I hope that Corey's back next week. Uh, if he's not, that's fine, too. We've got It's good news, guys. It's not bad news. Uh, but Corey's got stuff to take care of. Uh, when Corey returns, then I'll go back to doing my parlays. I'm not doing them unless everybody's here. That's it. That's just, but we still have inside. There are still our bets. I'm not doing the I'm not doing the parlays unless everybody's here. The the uh, parlays are a bonus bet. I have been doing them privately, and I've been doing pretty well with them. But I haven't been doing them specifically with your guys's bets. I've been practicing on three team parlays. I've been doing well with them, um, and then I'm limiting myself at three teams. So I've got decent amount of practice. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, given what you guys give me, I just I want Corey here, and the reason that I want that is because I want to be influenced by the two of you for what my parlay is going to be. I, yeah. I, don't want, I don't want Daniel telling me what he thinks Corey thinks, right? Follow me? I, yep. think, I think it's fair. You got anything Thank else? You. you got anything else? Nope. Have All a right. good week, guys. Have a good week. Huddle up. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle up. Team on three. One, two, three, three.